hi guys welcome to feminist inc the podcast where we get to rant and scream about just how frustrating it is to be a feminist in nigeria (laughs) i'm in tears guys in tears like it's not easy but that is beside the point i mean that's why i started this podcast so that we can like all feel among and just basically have a tribe because it's cold out there it's it's really cold out there with all these misogynistic sexist pricks so it's not easy that's why i started this podcast so if you know a feminist friend that doesn't listen to feminist ink share share they need it like seriously they need it share this podcast so they can learn i mean and so they can feel like they're in the community like because i feel like my podcast is more than just me talking it's starting to feel like an online family for me honestly especially on my instagram oh you guys are the best on instagram if you aren't following me on instagram please do like my instagram community is just chef's kiss okay that is by the way so i know you guys know what is up for today if you don't know <laughs> it's book review Dun-dun. <laughs> yes yeah, the book review and today we're doing an ala- oh yeah yeah multitabo an analysis of a book from a feminist perspective yes and the book is not actually a popular book the book is not well known and but i chose it because it's a very problematic book that that you know is in the curriculum of school children you know when you're in junior school there's this that's for the those that are not Nigerians, that's grade nine to grade eleven. I've been now. Sorry, I said grade nine. Sorry, grade seven to grade nine. Yes, yeah, grade seven to grade nine, junior school. You know, you you have to do literature, and this book is the book, one of the books that they were going to do or they are doing. I don't know if they're still using it. During my brother's time, that's the book he used. I never got to use the book, but my brother got to use the book. Like so, you know now n- normal literature stuffs, they will analyze the book, they will look for um figures of speech, character. They will do characterization, all the normal stuffs you do in literature, and then they will learn lessons from the book and everything. And you know, it's not like senior school. It's not like senior school where you really go in depth into the book and like talk about what is wrong with the book in senior school they can say talk about the themes of the book or do you agree with them or not in junior school there's nothing like that they just read the book it's like just like basic literature if you get my meaning they just ask them questions in the book and the funny thing is in this junior school they will internalize the messages of these books because they're just little children well if anyone of you is listening, I, I don't be sorted if I called you a little child, but it's the truth. It, m- most of you are just like 13, 12, 11. That's the age range. Honestly, as far as I'm concerned, that's very little and easily influenced. So this kind of problematic book, I was 
I can't say I'm surprised because we all know how sexist Nigeria is. I mean, Nigeria is the home of sexism, misogyny. Not the home. Well, one of many homes. Honestly, we're the, the kings and queens of misogyny in this country. I don't know about that country, so I'm just saying the one I know. I know that Niger. Scorn, scorn is doing all of us. Scorn, scorn, serious one. Anyways, anyways. So the title of the book is Save the African Womb. Save the African Womb. And let me just tell you guys the truth. I didn't finish the book. I couldn't bring myself to finish the book. I just couldn't do it. And I just try to be as open and as honest as I can be on this podcast, on my show, because I don't believe in telling lies to people that I care about and I care about you guys. I didn't finish reading the book because I was so irritated in my spirit, in my soul, in my body, in my where else. I was just irritated all over. In all my organs, concept, I was irritated. In my stomach, I was irritated. In my breast, I was irritated. In my eyes, I was irritated. Irritated and disgusted and appalled. Seriously appalled. In fact, this book is a zero over ten. Zero over ten. I do not recommend this book for anybody or to anybody. If you're watch- if you're listening to this, please don't read the book. Please don't. In fact, I only read the book because I only got as far as I got in that book because I wanted to like come and talk about it here and dissect it properly. But I couldn't finish. So I'll just continue where I stop where I left off. So the book is about it's about two different women, two different families. Agnes and Parikemi. Agnes is married to her husband. I can't remember her husband's name. And she has had like five miscarriages. So each time she gets pregnant, she spots. She starts spotting. I don't know what that means, but that's what they said in the book. I guess it means she starts bleeding or she has a complication. If you know the meaning of spotting, do tell me in the comments. Anyway, she starts spotting and then one thing leads to another and she has a miscarriage. So this time around, she started spotting and her husband had to travel. So he left her in the hospital with her mom and he traveled. And then she lost the, lost the baby as as usual. She lost the baby as that's what usually happens. So she lost the baby. And she was really devastated. She was so devastated. And guess what? Do you know why she was devastated? She wasn't devastated because... No, let me even start from the beginning. Before she had the miscarriage, the doctor said that she's going to, they are going to have to remove her womb because she has been having too many miscarriages and if she had another miscarriage, it could lead to the loss of her life. Now, after hearing that statement, normal things that should be running through a normal person's mind is, Oh God. Will I survive this operation? Ah, I am it, me, me. This, that, ah, ah, my husband. I won't be able to see my husband again. Ah, I won't be able to see my family again. All the things I wanted to achieve in life, I won't be able to achieve it in life. Blah, 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 blah. But no, that's not what was going through our dear Agnes' mind. What was going through our mind was. Oh God, I won't be able to give Davis children. I think Davis is the name of the husband. <sighs> I won't be able to give Davis children. What kind of wife am I? 
what kind of woman am I with no womb? Am I now a man because I don't have a womb? All manner of sexist, internalized, misogyny shit. You know, the usual. So basically, she was just thinking that without her womb, she's no longer a woman. How problematic is that? Are you telling me that your ability to bear children is what makes you a woman? Is that what you're telling me? Is that the opinion? Is that the message you're trying to pass across? And what's what is is a woman that wrote this book. And you can tell that she really believed it. Because if you read the back of the book, this one is not even irony. You can't say the book is ironic or sarcastic. You know when something is ironic. You know when something is sarcastic. You know when something is being exaggerated. This book is none of that. I truly believe that the author of this book fully believed in everything she wrote in that book. In fact, she felt proud of herself as she was writing the book. So, so, so sad. At the end of the book, this is not the most problematic thing about the book, but at the end of the book, at the blurb, you know now, about the book, say something, 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 sexual immorality. As if, no, that's the main theme of the book. She didn't say anything about internalized misogyny. She didn't say battling women's terrible opinions of themselves. She didn't say that too. The focus was on sexual immorality. And tell me, who was sexually immoral? Please, if, if you read the book, you who was sexually immoral in the book? No one. No one. Okay, you guys probably don't understand. Let me continue the story. So, Agnes was crying that, ah, Blah, blah, blah. Hey, how am I going to have children? I'm a man. Yeah, my life has ended. No children for me. I'm no longer a woman. Hey, my husband is going to abandon me. I mean, if your husband is going to abandon you because you don't have a womb, then good riddance, sister. Good riddance. Oh, on the other hand, while all of this was happening, on the other hand, there this Barry Kemi. She just finished secondary school and she's hoping to go to university. She came to the same hospital that Agnes was and they saw the same doctor and the doctor was like, oh, I think your daughter is pregnant. The parents didn't want to believe because they are from a quote-unquote good Christian family. They've, <laughs> in quotes, trained their child righteously. <laughs> I wish you could see me now with the, all the air quotes I'm doing. They trained her righteously in the way of the Lord. <laughs> Lord. Anyway, last, last, it turns out that the girl is pregnant. When they asked the poor girl that how did you get pregnant? The girl confesses that she went to the house of a guy she trusted and the guy drugged her and raped her. And that's how she became pregnant. Their first reaction is no, oh, oh my daughter, that must have been so traumatic for you. Ah, oh, my dear. Ah, oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. How can we be of help to you? Do you want to see a psychologist? Do you need a therapist? Let's help you heal. No, their first thought was none of that. Their first thoughts was of their reputation. The hell, us that we've been we've been talking about teenage pregnancies in church and and reprimanding teenage mothers. How is this going to look? Our own daughter is a teenage mother. That is what was going through their mind, and they claim to love her. No, they claim to love this poor girl. I don't know if this is what the author is referring to as sexual immorality in the back of her book. Author, if you are listening to this, please explain it for me, honestly, because I don't get it. The math is not mathing. The equation is not equating. And, you know, and they claim, the worst part is they claim to be children of God. They claim to be God's servants. Can you imagine? And do you 
even know what happened. They suggested abortion. Can you imagine? Good Christian parents suggesting abortion. Let's talk about bodily autonomy. I believe that if you want to get an abortion, you have every right to get it. Because getting your reasons for getting an abortion varies. And I'm not going to be the one to tell you what to do with your body. But I know very well, I know very well that Christians think abortion is murder. And they don't support it. So for this... Christ, in quotes, Christian parents to be suggesting abortion, you know that you know that something is really, really up, like something is up. Thankfully, the doctor said no, that he won't abort the baby for his own personal reasons, which I won't get into. But the option that the option that the doctor now really gave them is even worse, worse than abortion. In quote, there's nothing wrong with abortion, but in their own sick mind, in their own sick mind, it's better than abortion. The doctor said they should sell the baby. Do you get? Basically, they will give the baby to another woman. So basically, the option that the um the the option that the the doctor gave them was that okay, I won't abort this baby for you, but. I will swap this baby with Abby. I'll give this baby to a mother that is desperate for a baby. Do you get? Ah, oh, that doctor is a monster. That's all I have to say. He won't abort a baby in quotes because he believes it is murder. It is a sin. But he's willing to take away the baby of a of the, the baby of a child that a that poor girl has carried to term for money because Agnes is going to pay him for giving her the baby because Agnes was the desperate woman that needed a baby found the perfect solution for her blah 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 so he's going to pay agnes agnes is going to pay the doctor money by his parents the teenage girl's parents that are evil will also pay him money so he's winning and that is what they do in that hospital they swap babies take it from the mother of a of a of a teenage usually teenage moms or something and hand it over to to someone that's looking for a child how demented is that can't you just go through the normal process of adoption and you know the worst part barry kemi had no say in this discussion this is the thing that we women have been fighting for bodily autonomy our body our rules Barry Kemi wants to carry her baby to term. I mean, after I've carried my baby for nine months, you will not exchange my baby with and take her to another person without my consent. It's not like I planned it. It's not like I said anything. Just because you want to protect your good name. Because you want to be seen as good Christian people. Ah. Hmm. (laughs) May God help us. May God help us. And, you know, the whole book is just... And then, the fact that the way they just glossed over the fact that Barikemi was raped, they didn't even talk... They, they didn't even... I don't, and do you know the worst part? Barikemi ended up forgiving her rapist. Who does that? Uh, he came up with this excuse that she was too beautiful or something. I can't really... You know, I didn't really read it to the end. And it's been long since I read the book. 
So I don't really recall. All I know is that she forgave her rapist because he gave her some excuse for be- for raping her. So the message the author is trying to pass is that basically it's okay to, to it's okay to forgive it's okay to rape someone. I mean, rape is okay if you have an excuse, a good excuse. No excuse can back up the fact that you 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 had sex with someone without their consent. Nothing. Zilch. Nada. You guys, I could keep on going on and on and on and on about this book. I can go for one hour. I didn't read out to five chapters and I already have this much to say. Maybe I should turn it into a series. The um, Save the African Womb. Dissecting each chapter. Honestly, each chapter just has something problematic to deal with. Something dumb, something sexy, something misogynistic gosh i'm angry like and this was written by a woman our fellow woman woman to woman and when she was writing she was proud of herself she even dedicated it to the teenagers that elevates church so you handed over this kind of problematic book to influenceable teenagers teenagers that are still very young whose minds can be swayed and you made them feel that oh rape is okay if you have a good excuse after all the girl is going to forgive you you made them feel that they are nothing if they don't get pregnant. They are nothing if they don't have a womb. They are not a woman. You are not a woman. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't even know. I'm not going to stop here. So, that's it for now. You guys should don't forget to follow me on social media at Feminist Inc. says on all social media platforms. Wherever you are, at, I'm there. But I'm mostly active on Instagram. Let me not lie. So, just follow me there. Also... Don't forget to subscribe and please, 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 and please leave a rating on and or leave a review if you haven't. I really appreciate it. It really helps me out. Yeah. So that is it. I can, I can continue forever talking about this book, but the more I continue, the more my blood pressure will just be rising up and rising up. I think that's bad English. It will be rising and rising and rising. So I'm just going to stop there. If you want me to make this a series, just let me know in the comments. And I'll do that. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> ah, funny story. I never got to tell you guys how I decided to do book reviews. Nah. That's a story for another another episode. Maybe next two weeks when I'm doing my next book review. So stick around. Subscribe if you haven't. Turn on that notification bell so that you never, ever, 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 ever miss an episode and i remain your host ayo and i'm out ciao